Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast, bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. I'm here with Mike and Jay and Lucas again. What's up, gentlemen? Hey, Said again, hey. as if we didn't want him here. Yeah, what's, what's up, Lucas? That? What's up again? <laughs> again. Glad to be back. Well, you know, no, I just we, heard uh... you guys need a uh, competitive Imperial player. So <laughs> that's actually the exact thought that went through my mind. I was like, what do we need this week? You know what? We need, we need somebody that's good at playing Empire. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Uh, and our primary <laughs> guest fell through. So, you know, nah, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's yes. I say again because you are here for a second time, which is great. Um, yeah, of course. Be back. Yeah, and for those that did not catch the first episode, Lucas is a writer on our blog. Also goes by Technophobia. Um, we're going to talk about Invader League a little bit later, which will uh, I'm sure will have some stuff to say because you made Elims also. So um, we'll hit that in a little bit. Uh, we're going to talk power rankings today, which could be meaningless in a week. Who knows? <laughs> hopefully they're meaningless in a week yeah but we're gonna do it anyway because uh that's always a fun thing to talk about but first let's hit some housekeeping housekeeping hey so uh you know the last couple months we've had the same housekeeping over and over it seems like this week we have new housekeeping first and foremost uh really cool announcement the fifth trooper podcast is back baby uh by the time this is out we've already released it it's going to be coming out every tuesday not only is the podcast back but myself and evan the raccoon we're back we're back baby the dynamic duo um and so to kind of since i'm on this podcast now in a weird twist since i am not competitive nor a great empire player according to mike i uh i am on this podcast so what we're gonna do with our cast is it's gonna be more of like a beer and pretzels cast where we're gonna talk about getting back to the core of legion which is fun and having a good time and how you're gonna how do we have fun playing how do we <laughs> hey do we, we have fun too on this yeah, podcast come on yeah, so much fun and so <laughs> You don't think winning is fun? <laughs> I don't do much of it. Playing, Have you playing not been the game listening? is fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, a lot of listeners out there may not be as competitive as the four of us can be at times. And so we kind of wanted to talk to people who maybe just play on their kitchen table with their friends and, uh, you know, kind of uh, people who are super high on like storm tide and, and building the train and doing the hobby aspect of the, of the game. And so that's kind of what we're going to be talking about and like alternate modes of playing and all kinds of cool stuff. Um, so that'll be every week on Tuesdays. And uh, this week is our first, first one back. So I'm really excited about that. It's good to have Evan back from uh, from the trash cans and back into the house where he belongs at the table, eating all my food and dessert. Yeah, that's very exciting. Yeah, it's, nice. been, it's been what, like roughly a year ish? Yeah, 
Yeah, we, I did that stint in the beginner's guide. Yeah. That was just me interviewing people and talking about how to play Legion. But yeah, it's been a while since Evan's been on. So I'm really excited about this and uh, it's going to be good. Nice. Uh, other things we got going on this week. Um, Stormtide, uh, we're getting, we're gearing up for the box three release, um, which will be happening this month. So a couple things there. Uh, if you uh, are still looking to get into that, we have catch up subscriptions that you can get boxes one through three all in one shot on the website and then kind of catch up with your monthly recurring subscriptions through that. Um, we will be starting, there are two big things that we want to talk about today in relation to Stormtide. Um, the first, uh, there is a number of cool narrative additions to your army that uh, you can um, add through box two that get added via tokens and things of that nature in the box um and we are going to be releasing um premium model versions done by Skullforge of all of those pieces this week on friday um yep. so we're really excited about that um there are six pieces in total and i'm not going to go into exactly what they are because hashtag spoilers um but be on the lookout for that that will be a thing that you can do um if you want to just pick them up before you play through box two so you're like ready to go um when you when you hit that part uh you can get them ahead of time if you want to wait and only buy the ones you need because you may not add all of them depending on your choices um you know depending on the choices you make throughout Stormtide, you may or may not add certain things to your to your army so um basically those are going live friday and i'd also like to add mike if i go may. for it yeah <clears throat> You don't even have to play Stormtide to buy these. That's also very uh, fair. Yeah, they're super cool minis that uh, Jordan. Actually, it was it was a three way artist combo for these. It was myself, Lumberjack Nick, and uh, Jordan from Skullforge that all did. Uh, Lumberjack Nick did his style. He has that really awesome cartoon style. Um, I did some illustrations of the of these characters and uh and then jordan and then jordan did his 3d sculpting so it was it was this really cool like combination of artists they got to work on these and i'm i'm really jacked about them so yeah they don't look, even have, just they're just cool models to have for your army so they, they look really good they definitely um it could be very easy stand-ins as like unit leaders and just about any list so um if, yeah. if you're looking for like custom models to spice up your army uh next thing that we're talking about as far as Stormtide goes box three is coming out this month so that means next month is box four which means we are headed into quarter two which is um, a new quarter that we're calling dark abyss it's kind of like an expansion um to the base Stormtide, um and uh, we're really looking to kind of ramp things up. There will be more pieces in, in box mm -hmm. four than any other box that we've done so far. So be on the lookout for that. We'll probably have stuff on social media relating to Dark Abyss and what's going on in the coming weeks. Um, so get ready for some storm tide. Woof! it is October already. It is October already, Jay. <laughs> that just, that just yeah. hit me. This year, just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, gone. Oh yeah, uh, Patreon, right? Let's let's <laughs> let's plug that. So uh, all of these great guys that we have on the podcast and the blog writers and everything—that's all brought to you by you, the Patreon supporter. 
thank you so much for a supporting us. And if you like all the content that we produce and you listen to all our podcasts, uh, that's you you know patrons what helps keep all this going and then we also have a now a third podcast uh on the patreon uh page that's the fifth trooper after dark where mike and i and a selected number of other humans come on and talk about all kinds of more detail into storm tide or what lists we're playing or what we what we fully think about uh certain decisions or vaders or uh you know <laughs> stuff like that uh where you know a little bit more long form into like niche topics where we don't really get to do that as much on here and so yeah so that's another bonus of uh the being a patreon subscriber yeah and um so we'll be doing a live q a this week on wednesday um by the time you hear this, it'll probably already be over, but um, <laughs> we'll however, have the recording up. But we'll have the recording up. Yeah. Um, additionally, the um, our, our next goal that we're kind of getting close to is monthly uh, deep tactics webinars with scoundrels, um, which will be like recorded and then put up as like a YouTube video. Um, and Kyle's yeah. raising his eyebrows because he's like, oh, am I going to be committed to another thing? And we haven't really yeah. talked about this yet. No, and the answer is correct. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. For a minute there, I forgot that that's what I put on for the next goal. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. so I was surprised <laughs> as well, Kyle. I was like, we do, we're doing what? What? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Really cool. um, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. 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 So uh, <laughs> in any, in any event, um, you know, if you're looking to support us or looking to get in more into tactics, that's our next goal to, to, to reach. Um, the last thing that I'd like to plug today is techno. Where can we find you on Twitch, my man? Yeah, it's behind my name, Twitch TV slash Technophobia, T-E-K-N-O-F-O-B-I-A. And you can also find me on the Fifth Trooper blog. So I've been writing an article there each month if you want to learn some more about Empire. And uh, one thing I like to do is put a more of a positive spin than a salty take on these units, because I think uh, that will help you a bit more in identifying your strengths in your army. And he's a real competitive empire player. So yeah, Yeah, you don't have to be salty to be competitive. That's (laughs) that's correct. And I I don't think you're gonna have to try as hard to do that positive spin. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. My life is gonna get a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, let's just jump right in. Yeah. Right. All right. So before we get to the power rankings, power rankings, um, I feel like we need a power rankings. Power power rankings um we're going to talk about the london gt because they're still doing tournaments in europe and unlike here uh they do in fact have new releases in europe um you know we've uh the shipping delays are what they are um i think the the kashyyyk wave stuff in the u.s got pushed back to december 31st oh did it get pushed back again yeah oh wonderful Um, that's really not good for them it's not uh, I mean, like, I don't know how much they can do about it. I you know? no, I I'm I'm yeah. not saying it's any. Yeah. It all or whatever. Depends. It's it it objectively, it objectively sucks. It's, I mean, I just just from the whole like, um, you know, being able to like get your stuff by like the Christmas holiday thing, yeah. like that's that's a real like that's when the sales happen. 
you know yes. um did i uh did i tell the story on here about how like so we we're shipping out storm tide and the person who came and picked up our stuff's like hey it's real bad out there i got a friend who drives truck out to the los angeles port he like went to pick up stuff and they're like hey we've got like four truckloads and he's like uh i can only take one and so like stuff is like just basically sitting on the port there's boats like circling around in the ocean yep. like waiting to dock like dude it's it's crazy bonkers out <clears throat> where did i mean listen we're, we're experiencing a delay with our mats right now which is unfortunate but it's all just part of this whole shipping nonsense and i'm hoping um the world gets back to normal or maybe this is that push we need for robots huh let's get some ai robots going i'm not scared of the future let's make it happen let's put them to work yeah drive some trucks I mean, we already sort of do. Kyle's already here, right? Yeah, but I don't have a CDL. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can't you just input to the computer and upload it now? Can we just make that happen? Let's go. Yeah. It doesn't quite work like that. Uh, Software, you know, I mean, you've seen the Matrix. Software takes time and yeah. all that. Um, anyway, yeah. So, uh, well, we don't have them here in the U.S. Um, they do have the new stuff in Europe, including Yoda and including burst of speed so let's take a look at basically what happened in this tournament in london this is the london grand tournament i think is the official name sure that is my understanding i believe um ellis uh priestly uh, Priestley, i believe uh from i mean i guess that's his real name so uh but he's also on the discord and stuff yep. um so he, he runs it is what i was going to say there that was the long way around, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what's his name? And then, yeah. You want to run through, like, basically uh, what did well in this tournament? Yeah. This was, this was not a small tournament. It was a 30-person tournament, it looks like. Yeah, and, you know, this is, um, my understanding, like, very similar in uh, size and form to, like, their version of, like, an LVO or a Gen Con or whatever. Um so yeah, we're gonna look at the top eight today. Uh, some interesting um, lists on here. So uh, the winning list from the tournament—it was the only list that went five and zero—was a rebel list um, with Jin Urso R two D two, a stacked fleet tra- trooper unit with like extra dude scatter gun impact grenades. Um, three naked rebel troopers, three Wookiees with bowcaster and tenacity. And how can we have a rebel list these days without the trusty AA5 um, loaded with all the um, the options? It's got Shriv, Gonk, Unorthodox, Heavy Laser Retrofit, Onboard Comms Channel. Um, so that's an interesting uh, list that won the tournament. The rest of the top eight was composed of uh, a Mall AAT list. Um, an Anakin Gunline, um, Rexstar, Cassian, Luke, Sabine, Clan Ren, R2, Hero, Hammery List, uh, Dooku B2s, and I save this for last because I think it's the most interesting and it uh, maybe emphasizes some points we've been making over the last few weeks. The only list that is uh, double featured in this top eight is none other than Darth Vader, Burst of Speed, Triple Dubax. Yeah. Notably, this is this is without any of the Vader changes slash buffs that they previewed on their stream. This is yeah. literally just like current Vader at his current price with burst of speed. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean this this is essentially Hoff's Hoffberger's list from uh, Lone Star Open, which finished in second at that tournament um, with no burst of speed. <laughs> so. Yeah, I yeah. think with the meta shift, it puts Vader in a much better place, and then burst just fixes his main issue of not being able to get there. Um, and when you can bury Vader, he's got those sweet six command cards and eight health, so it makes sense. Followed up with some dewbacks, and that's a whole lot of things you got to deal with that are flying in your face quickly. Do you think, let me ask you this, is it particularly dewbacks, Lucas, that, that could go in this, or could you sub out like speeder bikes and do just as well? Or do you think those are two different kind of like attack plans, I guess is the best way to say it. Yeah. I don't think you have to do do backs necessarily. Um, but I think if you're wanting a threat to dive with Vader, you probably want do backs. Um, Cause right. You can get the uh, triple move with new ways to motivate them, which just slingshots do backs real quick. And do back similarly, right? Want to get into your enemy's lines and just start attacking melee, and that just helps out Vader. Um, I think you can totally back him with the gun line at the same time. Now that he has burst, right? You can dive headlong in with burst and have your gun line just shooting off standbys as Vader's becoming a blender. Yeah, and incidentally, one of these lists actually sort of fit a gun line into it. It was a little different than like the you know, activation spam, triple do back fader list that we saw at Lone Star. One of these is, uh, he calls it burst of lizards, but uh, it's Vader. And then he's got, <laughs> um, he's got shores naked, but then like a bunch, a couple of storms with the T21, that's the crit gun, as well as some snows with an ion gun and impact grenades. In addition to the three do backs of which, uh, two of them have the, the T21 crit gun and then one has a flamethrower. <laughs> so these aren't just like naked dewbacks running around with, you know, no gun line support. This is, um, you know, this is a reasonably, be, excuse me, reasonably beefy gun line behind three dewbacks and Darth Vader. So. I, uh, the year of Vader is coming. I, uh, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, it's here in Europe and once the points changes come in. Let me ask you this. You guys see a lot of people doing a Vader do-backs and kind of copying, net decking this version, or are we going to see maybe more like gunline support and, and back to, you know, like how we used to see the gun lines just with Vader and, and doing all his stuff? It's really hard to say without like knowing what else what other changes there are hmm. um you know because like storms are currently bad uh if storms are still bad then i suspect you'll see a lot of this kind of thing where you just kind of go light in the core department and then throw a bunch of cheap high threat units in there along with vader um but it's it's hard to it's hard to say without knowing what like the rest of the empire changes look like right Personally, yeah, I think, I think you'll probably see people trying all kinds of stuff just because it's, you know, it's almost like at least what they previewed on that stream, like a re-release of Vader. Hmm. Um, and when the game first came out, there was all kinds of like people running ATSTs with Vader. So uh, I'd wager that you'll see all kinds of weird stuff going on. A lot of it probably won't work, <laughs> um, but some of it definitely will. 
Yeah, I think depending on where Vader's points land after these changes, I think Vader could definitely hold up a lot of lists on his own. So we may see some lists that might not be that great built around him, but Vader's doing all the heavy lifting, and then probably over time, um, we'll start seeing you know what the actual best that Vader build is. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm still not a huge fan of Dubacks. I'm gonna be honest. Like, they're fine-ish, but like, they've never been very good without Vader. Um, and I don't really know how much has actually changed in that department so far. Like, like burst of speed doesn't really change the, the do back equation. I feel like, um, so, so when I played that Highlander list, I had a do back in there one do one do back cause it was Highlander. Uh, but what I found with, with that was I had Bosk and the ATSD and with higher threat, units like the dewback was kind of less of a target and could get you know they the, my opponent was distracted and i would run the dewback up there and it would just start eating through you know uh core units and so i wonder that's where they do the best is if you have something like a vader with burst of speed or even a vader without burst of speed right just a plain vader that you're like uh oh vader's coming and then you also have these do backs like where are you going to prioritize your shots right and it's it's going to be on vader so i think having distractions makes them good and so if we could if there was other high threat lists that could fit three do backs and something else i think we would see them more I think it's also partially um, a meta shift that doesn't have to do with Vader that's being bringing Dubacks back. Like with Lone Star Open, um, now we're seeing all these uh, speeder trucks, aggressive threats running into your lines. You know, it puts a lot more stock in a melee unit that can chase that down, tank a hit from that, and take out your opponent's melee threats. Um, so I think it's it's a combo of both. Vader with versus can be much better, but I think dudes are finding some success just because our current meta is you know, mall B2s, which are aggressive threats that dues can close the gap on. Um, same with the speeder truck. There's a lot of stuff getting in your face right now. Yeah, and they can also kind of run around and mess with the back line of those those lists like the speeder truck list tend to have kind of like a squishy underbelly where you might have some naked rebel troopers and some snipers and like a cheap character in the back line that sort of depend on your opponent being distracted by... Mm the buses and or the Wookiees in their face. Whereas even one or two dewbacks just kind of running around those trucks to get into your opponent's squishy parts can really make a difference. So that's a real odd time, isn't it? <laughs> with with the with how the releases are coming, the things that are on the horizon that we that at least we know of uh in the the Vader changes that they announced and man. What an odd time to try to pick what's the meta, huh? It, it yeah. is, and, and moving into Invader League single elims is going to be, <laughs> uh, a, I think, a challenge. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you, know, I'm, I, you know, I don't know. We'll see. It, yeah, it's going to be like the Wild West. I mean, we don't, you know, the, the I think lists are due on the 14th, and um, they've not announced any kind of, like, specific deadline for points changes to be legal and it seems like they're kind of implying that if the points changes drop on the 14th you're going to be able to change your list on the 14th <laughs> um, and you know that's certainly not enough time to get any practice games in with something new and experimental that you want to try so um, i kind of love it 
I mean, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be the wild west. Uh, you know, those points drops are going to hit and then everybody's going to be flipping out with their hair on fire because we're going to have all these new releases too, that yeah. nobody's really had time to mess around with. So it's but. funny. I'm, I'm in this group and up here and it's got the cooks and everybody in it, all, all, all the competitive players up here in New York and there's supposedly a tournament coming up in November and it's all been, the whole text has been like, okay, what are we going to have? Is the point change going to be here? What's going to be legal? Like, and we like no idea. Well, what if this is legal? Should we allow? Like, it's just it's a yeah. It's already like creeping into like real world tournaments where it's just like we have no idea what's when or how or who. And it's yeah, it's it's cool. I love it. I love the chaos. Yeah, somebody joked that um, there should be a tournament every weekend where the TO sends like an email or something to AMG. Because there was a, there was one last week, I think, where um, I don't know whether it was email or it was on Twitch or whatever, but there was a TO that was basically like, hey, we have a tournament the weekend of October 3rd. Um, should I be worrying about points changes? And they were like, no, it's it's not going to be before then. <laughs> so on the Discord today, somebody was like, hey, let's just do a tournament every weekend. And every week we'll be like, hey, um, should I be worrying about points changes this week for this tournament that I'm running? Uh, and at some point they're going to be like yeah maybe (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i don't know we're still in wait and see mode i guess yeah i think there's also a going to be an interesting interim where we have all these major changes before burst to speed um and some all this other stuff so it's i i feel like since i expected burst out to be much sooner i never really thought about that world um but at least like for SoCal Open, right? There's a decent chance that we get points, but very but low no chance that we're going to yeah. have burst. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is an odd thing, right? With how they, uh, and they do this, they, they've always done this, but it's not an AMG thing, but they do it with the, with Marvel Crisis Protocol, where like you almost have a chase for cards because one unit has these really kind of important cards and you're like, okay, I got to wait for that unit to come in and now it's delayed till the end of December. So I guess I do nothing, right? Where I feel like if they had a model where they could just, because cards seem like an easier thing to ship, right? Where you just release packs at the same time as all the units, then at least we could have the packs of cards in. And <laughs> Yeah, like just just release like the Burst of Speed expansion for $12 and just send a yeah, four <laughs> one card. Yeah, Burst of Speed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just sell the card by itself. Yeah. Millions of dollars. Maybe throw into the fray in there. You know. Uh, I do think that this presents a opportunity here. Um Go on. in that we're gonna be able to see a world where the new Vader changes are legal, but burst of speed is not, which actually can give us some like foresight into what a world looks like when we ban eventually have to ban burst of speed uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, or raise its price so much that it's unplayable. Um, which I, which I actually think is a good thing. Um, you know, I think that might be something they luck into here because I think it, 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 it will provide a unique perspective for what changes the effects of whatever changes they're going to have to implement down the line. Yeah, we'll see. It's definitely going to be interesting. Yeah. Well, and I think for us here in the States, right, we're going to be able to see a couple, because I think at this point, it's only the States. And I'm, listen, 
I'm sure there's some of you in other countries listening and go, we didn't get it either. But I've been seeing it all. I think Canada's got it at this point. I think Europe's got it. Australia's got it. Like, so there's a lot of uh, countries and continents that have seen the new stuff and, and we haven't, and now it's end of December, probably that we'll see it. So there's going to be this real weird world where we're all going to tournaments playing one version of the game and the rest of the world's going to be at tournaments playing a completely different version of the game. And so it'll be interesting to see, because I think that's how you learn, right? Like you, we always talk about trying new units, playing different lists, like doing all this different stuff. So you play. So I wonder what the learning curve is going to be that we learn or that our counterparts overseas learn uh, with these different games and how that's going to affect the meta moving into 2022 when everything gets lined up again. Which, I mean, at this point, I don't know how it could ever get lined up again. When well, that's like... that's going to be interesting because they have yeah. said with no specificity, but they have said at some point they will do a world championship again. Yeah. And if this uh, sort of legality lag persists until whenever that is, you're going to have European players that have all these models and stuff painted up that they've been playing with at tournaments for possibly months. And then they're going to be like, oh, yeah, you can't bring that to the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> you can't bring that to the world championships. It's not legal. Right. And then you got to figure out what's legal in the U.S. and try to get your local game group to play you with, with whatever's yeah. legal in the U.S. <laughs> so that you can practice. And they're like, you know, I want to play Yoda, man. <laughs> I'm going to this tournament in the States and they don't have Yoda. Yeah. Like if, if we had the world championships like next week, you know, you'd be in a situation where other people from other countries have been playing with Yoda and the Kashyyyk wave and they can't bring them. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Anyway, that's a total tangent. Uh, Let's, should we talk about invader league real quick? Cause we did get a bracket today. Yeah. I mean, you guys can talk about it. Sure. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the single Elims bracket is set. They did the basically the randomized roll-offs today to kind of seed people that have the same records and then spit out a bracket. So those of us that are in single elims, we all know who we're playing first and who's in our general, they call them quads, but general area of the bracket, other people that you would have the potential to play. So we'll talk about that a little bit. I do want to plug the, uh, there's no link for it yet, but there will, well, I guess it'll be the same challenge link. There will be a black bracket challenge, which we, the scoundrels are actually sponsoring. Um, and you can get a Hoth Luke, which is right here somewhere. I don't know. He's around. Anyway, um, yeah, the limited edition Luke, uh, winner of the bracket challenge. So, um, when that's posted or when that's, that's live, uh, go fill it out. I actually won the bracket challenge two seasons. Was that two seasons ago? Three seasons ago? I don't remember. I think you won it off. I did win it off you. Yeah. Yeah. I was like the only one that picked you to do well. And then you made it all the way to the final. Um, So yeah, it was a team effort. Yeah. Thanks Uh, for believing in me, Kyle. I appreciate it. Definitely. (laughs) Uh, I did terrible last season. So um. (laughs) what do you you mean you did terrible? Oh, you mean in In the bracket bracket challenge? challenge. I I did perfectly fine in the tournament, but yes, um, I did badly in the bracket challenge. Uh, So uh yeah um yeah let's talk about you want you guys want to 
hit our bracket spots real quick? Lucas, sure. where, where are you in this thing? Uh, I am smack dab at the very bottom. So if you go literally to the bottom of the bracket, I'm right there. Technophobia. I ended up going 5-0 with seven points. And so I'm playing my first game against Nostris, who went 4-1. and one. I'm not familiar with the player. I haven't heard their name before. Um, but in my quadrant above me, I have the Terrain Studio, who's Sean Morris, who I've played before. So potentially he's the other 5-0 in my quadrant. So we may see each other in the next round. And yeah, I was pretty happy with the 5-0 record. Um, this season, I had a fairly difficult group. I had JJ and Karma 5 in it, JJ's Juggernauts. Um, and so none of the games are washouts. So uh, I was I was very happy with the 5-0 finish because those are some tough opponents. Did, did you play Empire in round robin? I did. I'm Yes, I should also say that I'm playing Empire, uh, playing double bounty, similar to last season, except I dropped the 11th activation for a 10th activation and went all uh, Stormtrooper captains with O-Push. Um, on those turns where you need that action when you're suppressed, it's just, it's worth losing the activation. And uh, the double aims where you can give a stormtrooper one from an officer, then O-Push, um, they hit hard. They hit real hard. So uh, that's what I was running. I was pretty happy with it. And if you guys are interested in, we have an article in the blog because I run a similar list last Invader League. The only person to win a game as Empire was my claim last Invader League. <laughs> Awesome. So hopefully this time there'll be more Empire wins. So when Elims rolls around, you'll get to be the guy that's like, no, really, I've been playing Empire this whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and meanwhile, Mike and I will just be like, yeah, we're meta chasers, just, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, guns for hire. I know that, Mike, I know that you have been playing Vader uh, since the dawn of time. So, But then he gave up on him. Until He gave yeah. up. He quit on Vader. And now, now he's going to go back. Now the Vader's all prettied up and got himself a new card and some new rules. He's going to come on back to Vader, isn't he? Isn't he? This right here is why <laughs> politicians can never do good. <laughs> all right. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, where are you in bracket, Kyle? Uh, I am kind of in the middle. Uh, almost yeah lower lower quad i guess there's 80 players here so it's sort of hard to like yeah maybe like 60 percent of the way down but uh i'm facing stabcast ryan ryan slowowski in my first game so nice. uh, i went five and oh with four points i think i'm the lowest ranked five and oh um <laughs> because of my victory point total but uh yeah i'm playing stabcast ryan um if I win that, then I have uh, one of Who Kicked My Dog, uh, Mediocre Mitch, or Luke Cook in my second game. So <laughs> whoever kind of uh, digs themselves out of that three-way scrum, uh, if I were to beat Stabcast Ryan, that's who I would face. Um, so <laughs> not super thrilled about that, but you know, I've played Luke a lot. So um, yeah. And then uh, other notable people in my in my quad, uh, Cowboy Tyrone, the guy that runs the Wookiee spam and crushes people like a grape with it. Um, and then uh, Matten from Germany, from the German uh, YBTL team, who I've actually never played. Um, so one of the, one of the only players I think from that team that I haven't played. I played like three Germans in single elims last 
season and he was not one of them. So, uh, yeah, that's me. Mike. Oh, Hey, Am where I are next? you? Yeah. Where are you? Yeah. I actually dropped a game the, round the round old bracket. Um, so my last game was against droids rule and, uh, triple tall and triple Wookiee sometimes just runs you over. Um, and it was like, yeah. Uh, the big difference between like Rexstar and a Kenobi gun line is that you have one less turn of range shooting before um, they get to you. Because take that clankers just doesn't exist in that list. And um, it's tough to put, put a Z6 on, on a notable target on turn one. And uh, I just wasn't able to kill enough before the Wookiees got there. And then Duelist ripped me apart. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so I dropped a game there. So I'm playing the uh, winning in round, I guess, um, against Imperial Sympathizer, who I see on the Discord all the time. Um, I assume he plays Imperials. Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> what about yeah. Droid's rule? He tricked you. What do you mean? Because well, he, he doesn't play droids. He didn't play droids. Oh, but but he? I but I know he plays ones. Uh, well, that's the that's the thing. Right? Just saying, names aren't everything. Yeah, he does play droids. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Sometimes. then uh, my my round two, if I win round one, will be against ASAP. Um, and uh, he's uh, I believe part of the um, Legion Academy Terrain Studio crew. Um, and then yeah. Chase. Yeah, Chase. Oh, Chase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then if I get through that, I'll be playing against Jam Smithers or Reha, who I haven't played against in a while. So that would be that would be fun. After that, it's kind of a crapshoot. Yeah, it's kind of hard to look past like that second round. Yeah, I guess third round. Yeah. Um, so so. Um, there's a lot of notable people in my pod. The other people like uh, Depinto and uh, Cirillo are on the other kind of half of my quad there. So um you know there's five, five or six names in there that could d- deal potentially lethal damage um so yeah well it's very exciting uh go ahead and get your folks check out the bracket challenge and get your bracket picks in that will probably be up by the time this episode airs well so. explain that what what do you mean oh so um it's like march madness you can basically fill out for those that have done you know march madness uh college basketball you basically go on there and you pick who you think is going to win each match and then you end up picking a winner for the bracket you know it's a single elimination bracket so um and then your bracket is like scored based on how well your picks go Hmm. so so if i was somebody who wanted to do that where could i find the bracket uh it is the link for the bracket is on the discord it is a um it's it's challenge.com uh and a, the slash ILS seven SEBC, but just go on the Discord. Legion, <laughs> that's the, the Legion Discord. The, yes, sorry, the Legion Discord. Yeah. Uh go on the Legion Discord and check that out. Um it's all the way down in the Invader League channels, but uh I'm sure that you'll be able to find I'm sure that it will be posted in the main channels too at some point. So yeah, I think that's a fun way to kind of participate and 
it it makes it a little bit more like March Madness, right? Like there's going to mm-hmm. be a ton of streamers streaming all all different games. I don't know if all of them will end up getting streamed, but a good chunk of them will. And you can go uh, fill out the bracket challenge and then go root for your favorite player and your Twitch streams across the Legion universe. It'll be it'll be interesting. So yeah, it's always fun. Never yeah. know what's going to happen. You know, it's it's craziness, especially now when we might get new units and points changes before Elans. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, good stuff. I have no could idea be like, what I'm run yet. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't either. We'll see. I know what I'm gonna run. Well, I know what I'm gonna run if we get points changes, slash Arena. Yeah. But Vader. If, we, if yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean maybe if you're listening to the Stabcast, Ryan, definitely maybe. It's a um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh strong strong possible um like 60 percent chance you know um anyway <laughs> yeah it's funny people have already started the mind games in the single elims discord with like bids and what they're gonna run and yeah um it is interesting knowing like who you're gonna face uh before you get to submit your list <laughs> because i mean certain like known players have tendencies yeah. And those tendencies probably still persist even through things yeah. like errata and points. Changes, Ryan's so. going to play Rebels. I can tell I, you that right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I assume so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In before he submits some weird, like, colon list or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Just to throw everybody off and yeah. then picks up um, one of Tim's lists of triple do backs or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to power rankings. There's our there's our cut in. That's like, pretty good. Yeah, I think we should just clip that right there. <laughs> I'm sure Mike can do that, right? Yeah. I can do anything. <laughs> With enough time and fortitude, this man's unstoppable. All right, let's do. So we're gonna do three things here. We're gonna do top five keywords, top right. five units, and All then top right. five command cards. Oh, good. All right. With little to no preparation. Yeah, no, this is this is this is going to be like a straight hot take segment, basically. Um, so let's do top five keywords. And uh, we'll just we'll just plow through one at a time here. In order, can... five to one or one to five. Let's do worst uh, to best. Let's do worst to best. I think. Worst to best. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that that really builds the suspense that's of what we're going to so say. Much, that's so much harder. Though. That is significantly more difficult. I was going to say, I like my yeah, first two. You're but... welcome. Jay, do let's you want to kick us off? Let's do it as with... a group. <laughs> I don't think we should do it individually. What do you What do you mean as a group? Like, yeah, we'll just all come to a consensus. There's four of us here. We'll pick our favorite one, and then we'll figure out a fifth. Why don't Why don't we do this? Maybe yeah. Maybe this is. How about we each pick one. To form four of the five, and then we all agree on. Oh, all right, all right. I'll go first. Fine. Okay. okay. Ready? Wait, hang on. I got an idea. All right. All right. Let's each pick our favorite. Yep. Yep. And then we'll end up with one. One left after that. What if somebody <laughs> just then, <laughs> then you get you get you get totally. I'm going first. I'm going first. To, you know. <laughs> all right, Jay, first. Uh, pulling the strings. Interesting. Kind of hard to argue with that one, actually. Eh, So here's the thing, right? Like, pull the strings is hard. 
like it would be uh, i don't know it would be insanely busted if it was on a stormtrooper unit but it's right. not right well, like whoa we didn't have to contextualize this you just said the top five keywords I've well i think it. context is important <laughs> screw right? context just pick your favorite okay um all right all right jay's favorite is pulling the strings <laughs> all right my favorite is pierce pierce I think that's I like it when I can have like a guaranteed outcome makes it a little less math you have to do. Yeah, I think that that's very fair. Mike. Um I think my my contender might be Seresu Mastery. <laughs> after after playing with, uh, <laughs> with kenobi for a while um yeah it's really good it is it's really good i'm gonna go with relentless yeah i think that that's fair that's fair um that one's hard to argue with what did we leave off this list that maybe so we've got i think hold is my number two yeah cunning's up there right like yeah. i also I think Duelist is low key, like also very good. Um, I don't know if we've got honorable mentions. That keyword is just full of value. It is. You know, one we're not thinking of that I th- might be might be a contender is. Do you, do you want to change your answer? No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just I'm saying a contender, but steady. Yeah, I mean, objectively it's... worse than relentless. That one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, charge and study are both great, but they're each like half of relentless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. No, I agree. Yeah, I think we did it. Five. There you yeah. go. All right, that, was, that wasn't as hot takey as I thought it would be. No, <laughs> no, I think yeah, in the next couple might. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> All right, top five units. Uh, is this pre or post changes? This is pre- and this is this is now. Now. This right is now, right now, right now, this minute because we don't we we don't know what the other changes are besides what I guess I mean is this Europe meta right now or America meta? Let's say Europe meta because we've got awesome international yeah. folks listening. Yeah. We got to include them in spirit, anyways. Yeah, let's in, let's include the Kashyyyk wave here. Sure. Oh, you want me to go first, Ian? Yeah, you 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 volunteered, so you know this is how we're gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I think I'm going operative Luke. That is a bold choice, Cotton. I, mean, I st- he's I good. St- yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's I really mean, good. he's really good, and I think I think even with the changes, right, with the with what we were talking about earlier with things becoming much more me- melee focused and and becoming i think he still plays a very important role and so even though rebels are a little distracted by all their buses and their wookies and their mandos right now i think op luke is still one of one of the best units in the game well and okay. you can use him with those other things yeah I'm just saying well, yeah. what, everyone's distracted by those things yeah. right now right so they're trying to figure out other stuff but He's still one of the best. Yeah, so mine might be a little more hot takey. Uh, I think it's the new Vader. Well, maybe not hot takey to this group, but I think Vader has always been great. That right, he's the eight health brick wall that destroys things when they get close to him. And burst of speed now means he can get close to you, so it's no longer reliant on you. You know, countering aggressive lists. Now you can be the aggressor and just 
blend all those things. Um, yeah, Vader looks real scary with burst of speed on him. So you mean just like stock Vader, no errata with burst of speed? Stock because Vader, we said just we're living. Pre-errata. Yeah. Okay. I think that, I mean, right, Maul, I think is one of the top Jedi units right now. And I mm-hmm. think burst of speed Vader for what at his current points is like 30 more points or so. Um, 30 or 40. But I, I feel like he's a lot more value than 30 it's, or 40 it's not. Points. It's not quite that. It depends on which version of Vader you take, I guess, Commander or uh I'm talking about Commander Vader here. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I dig that. I mean, I think uh, I'm going to go with the undisputable best unit in Star Wars Legion. There we go. The uh, Clone Trooper Arc Strike Team. I think uh, it's just... Uh, that's power and efficiency at the yeah yeah it's power and efficiency at its finest it's, it is it's, it's uh you you can't you can't do better for what is it 58 points or something silly now i i just like yeah i don't know it's good i hate that i can't argue with you yeah <laughs> it's like and you're right <laughs> i mean it's what not, about... really a, not really not really no, you're right yeah but basically if you have a republic list and there is less than three arc strikes in it you did something wrong unfortunately um i don't think that's good for a game but as far as powerful units go it definitely has to be on the list i'm gonna go with wookies I think I yeah, Wookies are really good right now. I think Wookies are, uh, I don't know. I, I think that they were toned up. I think they might have to get toned back down um, potentially. I don't know. We'll, it was possible as a little bit of an overshoot. Yeah, yeah. I, I you know, do they need Pierce? Eh, eh. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so- basically they got they got duelists. And scale and a 10 ish point reduction. Yeah. Right. Oh, that is a lot. Yeah. I mean, it was really good. You know, made offensive push and auto include on them, which was all just to be clear like offensive push on most units is decent value, right? Like four points for an aim token whenever you want it, basically, is kind of like just money. The fact that it turns on Pierce is really really good so yeah good. No, i agree yeah so what are we throwing in for our five is it the party bus party bus number five right now uh i gotta i gotta say my personal take on five is mall i think i think mall is where it's at i guess it depends on what we're we're calling best right like is it yeah yeah mall i'm gonna party. go with mike yeah okay i'm biased though yeah. <laughs> I, I mean i think he, he he may be the most out of all of the units we just uh listed maybe with sounds arc strike team he, he's probably the most winningest of the units on this list i mean as, as far as tournament like top eights go i think uh, bus, mean, is get, bus, is, bus is getting up there now <laughs> i mean the is. bus is getting wicked. close yeah so I, I guess I, I said bust just because I think we all picked 
units that are good at a couple things, right? And and but very good at those things. And I think the bus is just super versatile. And I think the we used to talk about how ta- triple tauntauns made okay players good and good players great. I think I think the bus does that. I think I think the bus does that a lot and makes like okay list great list just because you threw a bust in it so so i'm wondering if that may be a top five unit right now today so so the way i feel about this is that it's less about the bus and more about unorthodox tactician and yes unorthodox tactician is the only like can only be taken on the bus Mm. but i sort of feel like a bus without unorthodox tactician can't make this list I agree. I do think it's the whole package, though, because it's also a reckless driver coupled with the size and speed of the bus. Because one of the things it does that I don't think I fully appreciated until I faced like the live model um, is blocking. Hmm. I mean, they can, they're so big and with reckless driver, they're so fast. They can just literally like prevent you from interacting with the table until you kill them. <laughs> so, I actually, I actually feel like um, this is a, like you should be able to scale or climb over the bus. I think so too. That'd like, be cool. Like I don't know how to like solve that from like a rules perspective or whatever, but I see you're trying to make up stuff to take my pick out of the top five. No, 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 no. That no, means no. it to, it belongs in the <laughs> no, top no, 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 five. No. I just like I, I think that that I think that you guys are right and that it, it does do that well. I think it's one of those things that they're like um, it's not a good gameplay experience to not be able to interact with it at all. I think if there was a way that you could, you know, oh, you parked a bus bus in front of me, um, at least I can climb over it or something, you know, Um, clearly, like if you're like on top of it and then it drives away, like, I don't don't know what happened there, but uh, (laughs) it's, it's awkward. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But your point is like, it's basically a brick-sized terrain piece that your opponent gets to move around yeah. that you cannot interact with except to attack. Or move through. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think for those of you wondering, because it popped into my head, so I'm assuming some other people said, well, what about the GAV tank? Well, the tank doesn't cover up as much uh, vertical space in blocking as the as the, the bus does, you know? So there's more opportunity to shoot things like over the tank and well there's really three things there the first is that the tank has weak point sides yep so if you do like the skid turns where you're getting maximum value out of your blocking you're also exposing a weak point to your opponent um the second is that because it's not a repulsor vehicle and it's shorter it can't go over as much terrain um there's a lot of terrain that the bus can just like essentially fly straight over because it's Mm. a repulsor and it's tall enough to clear it Whereas like the occupier can barely legally clear a barricade. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I found out. Yeah. Um, so so that's the second thing, and then um, the third thing is reckless driver. You know, the bus can move three times or once for free, and then do some other stuff. Uh, you know, the tank has to. Yeah, I guess like, maybe I was just action. thinking more of like like base size and the fact yeah, yeah. that you can't move through it or climb over it. Right. right. It's still a similarly weird shape. Yeah for this game well and we we talked about this i think when the persuader was previewed to the snail tank right and i i think 
I think, well, it could be useful for blocking. It's still not going to be the same as the bus for those reasons that we described, yeah. right? The snail tank has weak point sides. Um, and it doesn't have a free move. So it's definitely taller, which, you know, could make blocking mm. more useful, but doesn't have the mobility. Right. Lucas, what's your what's your nominee for number five? My nominee for five. I mean, I'm not sure. I think I like Maul. Maul sounds like a really solid pick in that position. He's such a great unit. I think uh, pre-burst, like the de facto best force user in the game. Um, so I think Maul makes sense. I of course want to throw Bosk on there, but I know that's I'm a little biased. So. <laughs> Still yeah. someone who's still playing Empire, you gotta love Boss Girl, so you're gonna leave the faction because there's nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, it sounds like our, our boys over in the Shadow Collective are gonna gonna usurp that from a, from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm actually gonna end up siding with Jay here. Um, oh, for, for one simple Oof. reason. Oof. Uh, please don't clip that. Um, <laughs> the- <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jack. Uh, I did it. I did it, yeah. everybody. I got him. <laughs> well, Maul is amazing. Um, he's definitely, you know, the point you made about Tons turning, you know, bad players good and good players great, um, and how the bus does something similar. I think that's I think that's largely true with any force user to include Maul. Um, even if they're, like, amazing, your margin of error is still pretty low. Uh like if you mess up with a force user, they're just gonna die. Um, Maul specifically, goes, maybe. Maul is the most fragile force user uh, for multiple reasons. Um, but I, you know that that goes for Maul. That goes for Jedi Luke. That's probably gonna go for Vader 2.0. Um, maybe, maybe not as much <laughs> as the other. I mean, he's got 24 effective health, which is like 50 percent more than uh, any other force user. <laughs> so. Um, I guess we'll see. Yeah, but, and that's like before dodge. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> uh, that's if you use the uh, darkness descends non-divulge thing that they talked about, where you get free surges. Yeah, it um, just doesn't include the turn where he's immune to damage and the other turns where he. Has, yeah, I don't know. He's gonna know, have like yeah. two dodge tokens on average. So yeah, I know. I'm I'm just saying, like in general. Um, with any force user, no matter how durable they are relative to other force users, if you mess up with them, they kind of just die. Um, so we'll see whether that applies to Vader 2.0 or not. I suspect it still will, but we'll see. Um, anyway, yeah. So I'm going with Jay here. I'm going to pick the bus. Oh, we are at a tie, boys. Nice. I was on an island, but then Kyle came up with that sweet, <laughs> sweet raft and saved me. So here we are. It's just business <laughs> as usual. Saving, saving Jay and his lifeboat. So what did we, what did we end up with here? We, we got. I don't uh, even know anymore. <laughs> Arc Trooper is number one, I think. We yep. unanimously agreed on that. Yeah. Okay. So Arc Trooper is one. Yeah. Um, uh, Wookies was on the list, right? Wookies was on the list. It's probably Jay. Two. What was what was your first nominee? Op Luke. I'd almost put him up at like below Maul, so I'd almost say that he's like six on this list. If we're gonna, sure, same. You know, yeah, 
All right, for Adam and Mullen. Okay. Right. Yeah, so I'd say like number three. This is me personally. Number three bus. You guys would probably put Mall three. I'd put Mall four. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wookies. Yeah, said Wookiees. Wookiees number Wookiees? two. Vader. Uh, that'd be Vader. Oh, Vader. Vader. Yeah, I'm sorry. Vader with burst. Yeah. yeah. And then OP Luke coming in at six. I'm comfortable. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that. I think, I don't know. It's hard. It's weird making a top five without Rex in it. Here's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. Rex I, himself is not really a power piece. He's not. Like, like he's. Uh, yeah, he's the General Veers. He's like he's like how General Veers should or Leia should feel. I think in their respective factions, um, maybe a little over. He's probably a little overtuned, but I think the fact that we're seeing a ton less of Rex right now speaks to the fact that maybe he's okay, um, or that he's just being hard countered by some of the other stuff we listed, notably Wookies and buses. Yeah, yeah, I mean, which okay that's fine i guess i mean i don't know like um tough to see say without it shaking out but like he's what a support hero like a hundred point support hero should look yeah. like you know i don't know yeah i agree he's definitely the best support character well so. because he does what he's supposed to do right like he has he he supports the units that he was designed to support like someone who plays veers a lot he's supposed to support heavy and vehicles but he it always feels like half measures like you're like all right he needs one more thing like one more thing would get him over like get him over this hump you know and but it's you're still like putting binox on him or something to try to like just get some extra value out of him you know um and you know his one pip just isn't as strong as it used to be and it, it, yeah. i think for me rex is less so that rex is really strong it's more the clone keyword and yep. rex just happens to be like the clone keyword commander totally um, you have the generic yeah. right but uh, a lot of, of rex's other stuff synergizes um so i think right he's obviously really good rex star was a you know a terror for a long time um but for me at least it seems more the clone keyword that did that that and rex just you know happens to be the commander that augments that i I also think the fact that he has five command cards um essentially the generic command cards are great like 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 the generic one pip you don't really play with him but like basically the generic two pip or the generic three pip could have clone captain rex printed on them and it wouldn't wouldn't be far from the truth He also sort of uniquely among support commanders has like a built-in aggressive melee unit defense with Call Me Captain, which is pretty unusual. Usually if you're running like a support commander, you're running something that is akin to a gun line and you're going to be weak to that kind of thing. But Call Me Captain gives you like a nice soft counter yeah. to it. I would, I, that's the thing, right? Like I, I just like against droids list you know, last week, I like I much would have rather would have had Rex to defend against charging tauntauns and wookies than kenobi it's just like it's very unintuitive i don't know yeah that's super awkward to say isn't it like yeah it's like this is what kenobi should be good at right but rex is just like um no we're just gonna kill them all you know it's yeah yeah i don't know you don't have to deal with melee threats if you kill them before they get anywhere near to you (laughs) yeah and then once they get there like you just 
you just blast them with Rex in the backfield. You know. Well, let me just... ask you this question. This is in line and going to be a lead-in into our next top five. Are you ready? Can we go backwards in Aratus and put coordinated fire back to what it originally was, and it would be fine now? No. No. No, that would be so busted. I think it would be fine now. Aren't we all complaining so. about take that clankers and how that's awful? And this is just like a way easier, more powerful version, kind of. It's 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 it'd be, no. I think it would be fine. Well, it was busted Jay, back it was, in the day when it was a stormtrooper that you're aiming up with the DLT, yeah. right? Now it's never been in the wild with, with shores, Jay. Yeah. In in its original form. I agree, but this is a different era right there's a lot more out there and if we wanted to stop shaking your head at me kyle you gotta listen you gotta listen to me you already agreed with you if uh it doesn't matter well kick him off the boat i think you could put coordinated fire back to where it was going to be and i think it would do i think it would put empire back into competition i I mean it it definitely would put i don't think it would be over as over powerful as you guys are making it up to be I think you can be just imagine too- like our T97Cs on all your storms and you start with like three aims up to four aims up to five aims up to six and like your last RT97C is like hitting with nine hits. Well, and even in the original version of coordinated. How fire, is that, that any was- different than clone troopers? Well, because clone troopers only get to do it once. Yeah, you're actually duplicating aims with the original coordinated fire. That's how it worked. Like you literally yeah. photo photocopied X for aims every time you spent them. I remember. Um, and now there's <laughs> i was there i know I just, like now there's more ways to do that right because you have specialists which Ooh. didn't exist before in the original version of coordinated fire you have captains with offensive push um you have binox uh which weren't out um you know you have shores with target which also were not out like there's so many more ways to generate the aims that you would then photocopy all right um you know, I, when when that when that was a thing, like during the quote unquote coordinated fire meta, when it was just storms doing it, um, people were devising ways to use like comms text and stuff with Virus just so the first unit in your chain could start with two aims instead of one. <laughs> like, because it, it you know it was like an exponential curve at that point. Like you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. When you start with two aims as opposed to one, everything gets worse for your opponent a lot faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're literally doubling <laughs> your aim photocopy zero. Maybe machine. that's okay. Uh, Jay, there are a lot of With other the things. Bus and you see how much the damage Wookiees. a seven aim attack does when you have nine dice in that pool? <laughs> yeah, it does nine. You yeah, have to do a lot of math on that. <laughs> I don't know. I I understand what you guys are saying. I don't think it's as uh, hell and brimstone as you're making it out uh, to be. I think it would be all right. There are there are many uh, less feels bad ways to make Empire great again. They should yeah. feel bad. They're the Empire. Like they should be <laughs> oppressive. But that's their whole that's their whole thing, right? I think, and they... I think everything will be fine, Jay. Yeah, we'll see. Um. All right, let's do top five <laughs> command cards before we get too off the rails here. Sure. <laughs> sure. Original coordinated fire is mine. <laughs> I'm not sh- to be honest, I'm not sure OG coordinated fire makes a top five, but we'll see. All right. Somebody else want to start this one? I can start since I've been making you guys start and I've been going last. 
Um, I'm going to go with the now you will die. I mean, are we going, are we, okay, let me ask you this. I, Cause I'm not disagreeing with you at all, Kyle, but are, is, is it tied to the unit? Or are we just saying command card alone has, is, is a great command card? I mean, I think it has to be tied to the unit, but I also think that would be pretty damn amazing. I'm like, Jedi Luke. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Vader, Commander. Or Vader. Or Vader. Yeah. Um, okay. So, <laughs> well, I just, I, cause my command card may be controversial just cause I, I think unit does not back up with the command okay. card. Well, that's part of the context when yep. you make your argument. It's yep. like, it's like debate club. And, uh, you know, never was part of debate club, okay. Kyle. Anyway, I'm going to say now you'll die. All right. Lucas, why don't you go next? I think for me, uh, it's probably fear, surprise, intimidation, just because like it does everything as cunning. So you're going first. It gives a unit with no charge, no steady, relentless. Uh, it lets you, you know, shoot out of melee so you can use both your weapons. Like Dooku can kill a Jedi that dove too deep by default going first and piercing them. You can use this card to dive into a gunline line. Uh, like it, it just kind of does everything. And Dooku, with I, if Dooku didn't have that card, he would not justify his cost, which kind of shows how powerful that one turn is. Kind of like, and now you'll die. Like you're bringing Palp because of that card, and I think you're bringing Dooku partially because of this card. Hmm. So I had two in my mind. I'm just gonna give one though. Uh, trained in your Jedi arts. And, I, and here's why. And this is why I was kind of like separating it because I know, I know Grievous doesn't do as well, but I, the card, when it goes off and, and, you, and you can get Grievous in position is a pretty devastating card. If you can get him into, into the middle, uh, right? Like he's kind of a Vader. He was supposed to be like a Vader-esque, like I'm going to just plow into your units and your army's line and do some crazy stuff, right? And so if you can get him there, which sometimes you, you can't, but if you can get him there, having to, being able to shoot anything at range one and having versatile and all and disengage and suppressive and all that stuff is, it's really, really good. That's that's where I was going with like kind of separating it from the unit it's tied to. But as a card, if you can make it work, it's 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 a really good card. My problem with that card is it's flunked so many times for me. Mm. Um, I think that it's it's a it's what I would describe as a high ceiling, low floor card. I think um, you'd just rather have explosions. It kind of does the same thing, but a little more reliable. Yeah. In my experience. Yeah. And with more range. Yeah. Yeah, I think it does, but I think because he gets because he gets his regular actions, right? So he could probably tie up at least if not destroy, like kill one unit, tie up a second one, and also then potentially wound at least four more if you're in the middle of their lines, right? Like I think there's a lot going on there that uh, that Anyways, that's that's one of my that's my pick. I'll dig it. Uh, I'm gonna go with um, Master of Evil, um, and I think uh, it was game breaking before Vader was good. 
man or people in for a rude awakening to how good that card actually is when you don't have to spend it just for a dodge token on the way in um yeah when when you can comfortably make sure that you spit out you know 24 to 30 suppression tokens without taking an action um consistently i think that card is uh about to go up in stock and i'm glad i have a bunch of vault art ones so it'll be great yeah the interesting thing for that mike is going to be with the new kind of where the meta is today where everyone's really aggressive and up in your mainline grill it'll be interesting to see how many units are left when vader gets there well vader will be getting there on turn one or turn two so yeah. Uh, depending on how you use them yeah yeah i mean i just like if they're coming to you or you're coming to them yeah. like you know i don't think it's super relevant you know three three suppression tokens is enough for wookies to start being like eh, yeah i might know. only get one action here right you know yeah. and like three suppressions is also enough for most droid players to start thinking about like uh ai and um not AI, uh, like like actually panicking. Um, well, and if you can manage to kill their commander on the same turn, yeah. you know, like if you if you manage to save burst for that master evil turn, yeah, you know, force push whatever's in melee with you out, move sixteen inches and just gut their commander <laughs> when there's three suppression tokens on everything. It's just game over yep. right there. You just you just walk away. You yep. know, you don't even have to kill anything else. No. Their army walks away. That's yeah, what I right. mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they run away. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see how that pans out. But I, I think, I, I felt like that is probably the strongest command guard effect in the game, as it's, um, it's probably the most scalable command card effect that we have access to, um, and. Uh, it, do, it also like doesn't take up one of the important slots you know it's not a because one it's a three pip yeah yeah it's like an effect like that on a three pip is like kind of bonkers so it's really strong effect for a three pip yeah all right we need a fifth gentleman um i'm gonna nominate <clears throat> i'd like to nominate for uh this uh senate galactic republic uh council uh the supreme chancellor of take that clankers <laughs> yeah i was gonna say give it your anger but i think i'm with you on that one yeah yeah still really good yeah. All right. Well, that wasn't very hard. <laughs> no, no. I, I do think, you know, uh, you know, force users, uh, command cards, uh, other than Anakin's, uh, tend to be, uh, you know, pretty much the best in the game. So I don't think, I mean, what, like four out of five? I'm counting Grievous as a force user because he's, you know, kind of, he's, he's a lightsaber stick wielding 200 point monstrosity, right? So he, he, he gets to live in that. Okay. You know, as far as like having good command cards, Grievous's command cards actually kind of suck, but you know. Uh, I think anyhow. Supreme Commander is a little underrated, but yeah. Yeah. It, so, yeah. All right. So we got an I, you will die. Master, I'm not ordering these in any particular order. Um, just recapping Master of Evil, training your Jedi Arts, Fear, Surprise, Intimidation, and Take Back Clankers. 
Anything else you want to throw into consideration there? Lying in wait. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say Reptilian Rampage is an honorable mention for me. Uh, yeah, like, that's a good What one. cards allow you to take three moves in a turn or like just double tap something? Like, or attack twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he kind of got over, like, I don't know, the whole Callus Lando thing, but like ISB investigation has potential. That's a really good one. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, I didn't sleep. Um, tax strike. Tax strike. Tax strike. Like that command card makes the three 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 possible. Can, yeah, can I, we? I Go think ahead. all those all those ones we named, like honorable mentions, all have a lot of other stuff that like have to happen <laughs> with them, right? So it almost takes away from their greatness. Well, and I think I think it's um, maybe informative as to what the problem with the imperial faction is when we have a, a list like this. Like they have a lot of powerful effects. It's not like their cards are bad, you know. Um, it's just stuff that they support isn't great. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough when you're when your core unit, your core core unit, is like objectively the worst core unit in the game. Yeah. Makes I still like my stormtroopers, but yeah, right. But your stormtrooper units are what ninety points. Yes, so they're not really stormtroopers anymore. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, you yeah, know. that's the same price as a B two with an HA. Yeah, so and like, a T series. <laughs> you know, when you when you're looking at the difference between like you know rebels can take DLTs, you know B ones can take, you know, what are like fifty four points for a B, good B one unit? You know, yeah, it's just like I mean, good is relative, but yeah, it's fifty four points, so it's kind of hard to complain about anything at fifty four points. Right. I mean, it's like uh, it is efficient and does its job, right? Right. Uh, you know, always yeah, gets two actions. I might add. Um, right. Yeah, their offense is actually objectively worse than DLT twenty stormtroopers. Hundred uh, percent. But they're also like twelve points cheaper. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that I think, unless anyone has some final thoughts, that includes our little power rankings hot takes, which will be outdated uh, within a month. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they're within outdated. a week. I I <laughs> strongly think Master Viva will might be at the top of the list. That one's not going to be outdated. I feel yeah, pretty confident yeah. about that. Um, yeah, it'd be actually funny if points were, like so. Typically, we record on Monday nights and um release you know on wednesdays and you know uh, watch points happen like tuesday <laughs> and this episode is completely worthless no we'll just i'll just i will just title this episode something like like the last conversation about pre errata whatever there you I go don't know. <laughs> yeah there you go it's all about the, the sale yeah you got it there you go all right any final thoughts gentlemen No, I think I'm I'm ready for whatever points changes coming our way. Um, you know, Kyle, we talked a little bit about it beforehand. We're like, it's kind of feeling stale. You know, part of that is like all the releases are postponed. I think uh, the other part of that is there's just some things that need to get fixed. So I'm excited to see whatever fixes they have in the works. Um, and uh, I'm excited to talk about them when they happen. Yeah, I'm excited for the changes. Um, hoping that Empire gets a lot of love just to make, obviously it sounds like Vader's could be very viable, but I'd love to have the rest of Empire also be viable as a, you know, an Empire stand myself. 
Um, and I'm super psyched for Singly Limps for Invader. It's going to be a lot of fun. Kind of chaos after after all yep. the switches and just it'll be fun to see some of the top people uh, just kind of going for it. Yeah, hopefully it's a situation where you can run like Krennic or Iden or Veers or an ATST or whatever and somebody doesn't look yeah. at your list and be like, but this doesn't have Vader in it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would love to see a world where like I see an agent callus on the table in a competitive game for the first time ever. I don't know. He's like maybe the only character I've never seen in a competitive Legion game at this point. He's real close. I used him a lot in Yavin based team league. And I feel like if he was like 10 or 15 points cheaper, he'd be great. He's just like, he's kind of eh at everything and he comes at the pretty steep price tag. And I feel like you'd just rather take something a little more specialized at that price. Yeah, I'm with you. I just like, I, if I had to pick something in the Imperial faction to get some love, it'd be Asian Callus. So, all right. Well, uh, hopefully next week we'll be talking about some hot new points changes in Errata. Speculating cool. wildly. And if not, they're means. probably stuck on a boat coming from China. Yeah, it's you know they're <laughs> yeah. they're mailing the hard copy over. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're waiting on. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it's with the LFL or something. That approval process is <laughs> apparently brutal. So, yep. um, AMG probably doesn't even know <laughs> when they're going to be released. So, uh, all right. Well, we the notor- we are the notorious scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. I'm Lucas. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs>